Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 49 of He Book, She Book. He's Mike. She's Becca. And we are back, and Ali was denied his request to leave. Yeah, I think we started, uh, we uh, we talked about it a little bit last week that uh, Ali wanted out, and there was a story going around that WWE was more open to uh, releasing certain guys, or I guess um, if you requested your release, they would do it, and that seems to not be the case. Yeah, they denied his request, and it's funny how many people are just like... We were all kind of in denial about the budget cut reason for the other releases over the last year. And now it's like this man is requesting his release and they're refusing to give it to him. So if they start to use him, then we know, okay, they see something in this guy. They want him here. But start giving him a little bit of what he wants creatively. No, I just don't think I honestly I don't think they're going to use him. We might see him in Saudi Arabia for reasons. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he just says he's not going, which I know is like an option for these guys. Uh, but yeah, I just, I don't think they're going to use him. Remember, you know, as, as sad as it is to bring up when Luke Harper originally wanted out of WWE a few years ago, they just kept him under contract for months and months and months and didn't use him. And eventually he did get to leave, but I think we're going to get the same story with Ali. It's, I don't think, I mean, apparently he has just years left on his deal. So, I mean, if, if they can come up with him for, if they can come up with something creatively for him, or allow him to help with that, sure. But I don't think he's going to just get his release. Uh, but we do know that Leo Rush <laughs> is going to be a free agent from AEW, which I is just, just can't stand Leo Rush. He's 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 tough. He has retired like three times in the last two years. He uh, he showed up in AEW. And then he disappeared from AEW, and then he came back to AEW, and then that whole Tony Khan Twitter beef thing happened, and then now all of a sudden, he's a free agent. We haven't seen him since that whole beef happened. He's a free agent now. Best of luck. But yeah, I just we have never been into the whole Leo Rush thing. No, and you know who else is a free agent from AEW? Cody Rhodes. It's a strange what? one. Yeah, I don't know how what? that works exactly. Uh, he has so much going on with like TNT and TBS, and obviously he's one of those EVPs. I don't, and he kind of mentioned it a little bit in his promo this week because Cody was back uh, on Dynamite this week, and he, I mean, the way he showed up. Let's just get right into Dynamite, specifically this promo, because I loved this Cody Rhodes promo. Well, yeah, I mean, Cody Rhodes knows what he's doing, and if it wasn't for him, I feel like AEW wouldn't even be a thing, so we need to squash the rumors of him being a free agent and going to the Royal Rumble. No, there's That's no, a yeah. sick joke. That's Nobody's going to do that. No. So, anyway, this man comes out talking about Punk's pipe bomb. Yep. And then he starts talking about the Forbidden Door, and he, this man is just incredible on the mic, too. Well, he's, you could see it's just, there's that passion to it. He loves what he's doing, and he keeps referencing that he's not going to turn heel. He's not going to do it. And it's a very, like, John Cena kind of thing of, like, he doesn't want to, like, disappoint his, like, child fans or whatever. Right, the but is. he is the heel, and he just doesn't realize he's the heel. Well, this is the funny thing about this promo is he comes out, and the fans are booing. Right. And by the end of this, the fans are chanting his name. 
I mean, and we were too. Like, when he came out, we were like, all right, here we go. Cody's back. Let's see what he's got to say. And then by the end of this, we were like, oh, hot damn. Okay. Well, he kind of, he, he referenced the fact that he is a major reason why AEW exists and why we have all this interpromotional working, where when he first got released from WWE, he, he had a list that he posted on Twitter of all the guys he wanted to wrestle, all from different promotions all mm-hmm. over the world. And he went and did that. Yeah, he did. And he wrestled in Ring of Honor. He wrestled in New Japan. And then he did the all-out pay-per-view with Kenny and the Young Bucks. And that was the tipping point for, like, yeah, there is a market for another wrestling promotion. And Cody was a huge factor in that. And he brought up the fact that he did everything CM Punk said he was going to do. Yeah. And CM Punk just went away. Right, he went away for seven years and then came back to what Cody Rhodes created. And yeah, when CM Punk went away, Cody Rhodes went to work. Right. And he can be a free agent all he wants. I think that's great. I think it's it's awesome for these guys to not be bound to specific contracts. I mean, it's great for, you know, guys that need that, like, um, consistent income. It's nice to have that to fall back on. But like, Cody doesn't need that right now. Cody's killing it. Right, Cody has so many things going on, and honestly, being a free agent is probably just easier for his schedule as well, because he's, like, the host of a TV show now, and then he's also wrestling, and he also has a wife and kid at home, so, like, it probably just works better for his schedule anyway, not to be just, like, bound to a contract for yeah. a specific amount of time and all that fun stuff. Well, but... like, he kind of, like, he kind of, like, subtly went at, like, the rumor, because he started the promo off with, what do you guys want to talk about? Right. Because he knows what, what's been going on on Twitter of the thing he's a free agent. Yeah, there was and, a rumble chant. Of course, because people think there was the whole post about, like, there's going to be more Forbidden Door people. And and I'll believe it when I see it. Because right. we have 21 guys announced for the rumble. Or, I'm sorry, 21 women announced for right. the rumble, 15 guys announced for the rumble. So there are rumble spots available. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't see Cody being one of those spots. No. Because especially, like, what do you do with them? Right. He, what, is he going to come in and win? No, he's not going to even make the final four. You're not going to put over the rivals, like one of the rivals' top guys. Yeah, he's a champion on the rivals. Of course. Well, he's he's an inter. He is he is the champion. Sammy Guevara is the interim champion. Yes. And then in this promo, he also like just touched on the fact that we're going to have a ladder match next week. Oh my god, with the tallest <laughs> ladder I've ever seen. Yeah. And this dude just starts walking up it, and then because of the way he started to walk up it, there was a no-hands chant. Yeah, some guy was like, no hands. Yeah, because like he just started just walking up it like it was nothing. Yeah. But yeah, so now we're going to have this ladder match next week against Sammy Guevara. I'm and in. Yeah. I mean, who do you think is going to win that match? Cody. Oh, okay, we're split here. Oh, you think Sammy's I think gonna Sammy's going to win it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I just, I think, I mean, I would just keep the title on Cody because he is, I, I just, there's nothing about Sammy that works for me right now. Oh, yes. Until no, he we're, goes. No, we're the opposite. Until here. he goes full on like cocky prick heel. I just, I don't care about the cue cards on like the, that are in the commercials. I don't, he, like, oh, he, yeah. That's stupid. I hate that. Like good looking kid, really cool worker, very young doesn't have any of the like the personality traits that i need in like a champion Uh, he'll get there for you he could he has plenty of time i loved that cody talked about punk in his promo and we can talk about punk now too because he had his match against sean spears yep mjf was on commentary because he has to be he set up this match this is leading to the match between mjf and cm punk and cm punk beats sean spears in like seconds. Yeah. 
it was kind of like i was it kind was of like, upset yes I, I was upset yeah. like what are you doing with sean spears I would have just, yeah, because I mean, the guy can wrestler. work, like, he could have, they could have given him 10 minutes, but I get it, They could have given them one minute. Yeah, it could have been something, It was one least. move. And, like, they didn't even give him, like, shit, like, they, he didn't do anything after. No. They just, it was just, hey, CM Punk wins, MJF's pissed, and then we're all just gonna go about our weeks. I did not like that. I mean, it was, a, it was an interesting choice, but, I mean, we're not, it's not like Sean Spears was gonna lose, or I'm sorry, not like Sean Spears was gonna win this match. Right. Uh, it is all just to set up for MJF and Punk eventually, but yeah, I mean, it was it was what it was. I like that uh, Cassie Lee on on Twitter was not pleased that her man got straight oh, up squashed. Oh, I didn't see that, but good for her. Yeah, stand I mean, up for her yeah, man. Stand up for your man. Uh, can we talk about another person that stood up for their man? This Oof. week, Oof. we had the return of my favorite wrestler, John Moxley. I was very excited to see him. We have not seen him since October. He looks so healthy. Looks great. Looks, looks, looks so lean. lean yeah. Fantastic. Rehab did amazing things for him. And he comes back saying the only thing that he drinks now is blood. Gross. Right. <laughs> he's a vampire now. Sure. He's going to come in and just kick ass. He, we get a match on Rampage with him. But it's amazing. In the process of this, there's some Twitter beef about how he came back. No, stop. So so Bubba Ray, Bully right. Ray, on his show, says that Moxley should apologize to his fans for leaving. No, he shouldn't. Obviously an asinine thing to say. Uh, Renee Young obviously disagrees on Twitter because it's, yeah. it's a bad take. It's a bad view to have. Yeah, I mean, it's... We don't need to go into it any more than that. John Moxley doesn't need to apologize to anyone except for the people whose blood he drinks maybe later on. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's healthy. He seems happy. He seems, like, ready. And we seem to be getting back to what we, what he left was that match that we were supposed to have, allegedly, the end of that uh, championship eliminator tournament mm -hmm. was originally going to be Daniel or Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. So John Moxley gets his first win back over Ethan Page mm -hmm. on Rampage. And as he's leaving through the crowd, Brian Danielson's there just clapping. Right. Just supporting his boy. Love it. So we're setting that feud up. It's going to happen. I'm excited about that. They're both I mean, uh, maybe I'm not excited about this. I Brian Danielson really worries me. Like he's what? too hard of a hitter. And, like, he's been going so hard recently that I just get, like, genuinely concerned for the health and well-being of him. Yeah, but he got, like, a week or two off. That's we haven't seen him in a little bit. He got some time to rest his body up from the, the beating like that Hangman gave him. Yeah, but, I mean, he didn't have a match this week, nor right. did he have a match uh, the previous week. I don't know when they'll have his, like, full-blown return. But I do like that we're setting up for the moxley Daniel. It's going match. to be a hard-hitting clash in, like the best way like i can't wait to see that match they're both fantastic wrestlers it's going to be crazy we also had orange cassidy and chris statlander versus um adam cole and Britt baker power couple for real power couple uh cassidy at one point does his little kick thing on Britt baker i love that violent disgusting i, I loved it so he? much and i love that she just like stomped his foot out to stop it very funny uh all of that was fantastic he did also like accidentally send Britt through a table which just flipped a switch in adam cole and he went just insane hits cassidy with a low blow and then he gets the win for him and Britt baker 
I mean, we knew that Orange Cass that Orange Cassidy and uh, Chris Statlander were going to lose this. Yeah. But this was a fun match. Well, I did like also, how it worked out. It sets up the lights out match that will happen next week between Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of, you know, we're going to resolve this bad blood. Right. And I'm sure it'll be fine. It's, I just, I want Adam Cole to just be more than what they're using him as in AEW. And it sucks because there are so many big fish in this pond. Yeah. And it seems like Adam Cole. I mean, Adam Cole is persistently on this show, so we can we can't right, take that away from him. He's, he's there on every week, every week, pretty much every show. Both Dynamite and Rampage, I feel like not he's lost. usually on. Yeah, and he. I mean, he is a part of what's going on, but there just doesn't seem like anything really happening. Right. At least not yet. And we need to we need to ramp this up because I don't know if we're waiting for Kenny to come back so we can have a full blown like elite feud, but. We need to pick up on the Adam Cole stuff, like, ASAP. And Britt needs to start, like, Britt needs a feud. I don't. Britt un- needs something to do herself. I don't understand why she doesn't wear her belt. I was just, like, thinking about that again. I well, think she did, she this, did, she did this on this for match, this, yeah. but then she had, like, one of those Good Morning America things the next day and didn't, or, like, within that week and didn't wear her belt, and then that annoyed me, too. So, I don't know. It's very weird that she doesn't wear her belt, and I don't know why that bothers me the way it bothers me. I don't know either, but yeah, we we don't we noticed the same thing when she was coming out with the elite last week. Like she wasn't wearing yeah. a belt, which was just, it was a weird thing. But I don't know. It's a it's a small, very minor thing. Meanwhile, we had the Varsity Blondes getting sacrificed to the House of Black. <laughs> yeah, for real. Because Malachi Black and Brody King beat the snot out of these poor blonde kids. And like they are literally, we've said this last week how like their tattoos just like make them look like that's their gear. But yep. these men look like they were made to be a tag team like i don't know if it is just the actual look of them or what but they worked out so well as like tag partners and i'm still convinced that julia hart will be joining the house of black even though she didn't hear no there's still time because we had uh we had pack show up again he's he is completely eye bandaged up and he I mean, goes against what we said last week. We thought he would be a part of the House of Black. He seems like he's coming for Malachi's blood. Yeah. Uh, he said he's going to make a martyr out of Malachi Black. And yeah, we still think that Julia will play some kind of role here, especially now that her, her boys are dead. But Pac is is on his way back, and he seems to have Malachi in his sights, which is interesting. Right. I mean, we thought that when he took those bandages off his eyes that it was going to be just all black across his eyes and, and he not. was going to be part of, like, the House of Black. And that's not what happened here when he took the bandage off. But he's also saying, in so many words, that he's coming after Malachi Black. And we've already seen that feud and then it had a little bit of a break and now it's coming back. So it's going to be interesting to see again. I I'm still curious to see about this House of Black, though, because that really did just completely go against our theory. Well, it can't just be two people. Right. It cannot just be still just the two, just Brody, King, and Malachi. There's still a chance that ne- that Pac is still a part of this at some point, and, like, maybe Malachi just beats him into just being a part of it. Uh, but, yeah, there's there's got to be more members coming. You can't have just a cult or a, you know, a house here with just two guys. That'd be, that's just, it's just two guys. Yeah, it's curi- I'm curious to see if, like, more people are going to come in or if he's going to do what we were saying where, like, he missed people into it. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to touch back on that when we hear or see a little bit more. That's the one thing I like about AEW. It's not super predictable, and then, but they also do go a certain way when it is predictable, but in 
a good way. Yeah, and we had Lance Archer had his his face off with uh, Hangman. So we we're we're doing it. We're doing the Hangman versus um, Lance Archer. Lance Archer just beats the shit out of Frankie Kazarian uh, in their match, and then Hangman comes out to make the save because Lance Archer is about to just throw Kazarian off the stage apparently. Uh, and they do their little face-off, and Hangman gets the better of him. He And Dan Lambert kind of corrals Lance Archer's, like, this is not worth it, this is not the time kind of thing. I don't like that because Lance Archer's a big, massive individual mm-hmm. that shouldn't, you know. It, it, it just felt like, let the beast go. Yeah. Like, Lance Archer should be beating the piss out of Hangman on a weekly basis, and then Hangman overcomes the odds when they actually go one-on-one with each other. Not like, you know, Dan Lambert holding... Lance Archer back like oh this isn't the time it just it I didn't like that part but I do like Lance Archer playing like a major role here yeah I mean this is we've said this before this is going to be a great feud especially to be another one for Hangman he just keeps getting lined up with great guys to go against and this Lance Archer doesn't change that this is another great guy for Hangman to go against like the interesting wrinkle is like what happens next so you you can do the winner of the MJF CM Punk feud if it's MJF, most likely. Or, now that Moxley's back, do you go with the winner of a Moxley-Danielson thing? In which case, I mean, it has to be it Moxley to be because Moxley. Danielson, you're not going to run that back again. But there's a lot of guys at the top of the card that it still could be. Miro is still around somewhere. Yeah, he has eventually. he's been MIA. Uh, it'd be nice to see him back soon. And then you had Sky Blue getting her ass beat by Serena Deeb, who got <laughs> cheered Yes. Serena Deeb, the heel of this match, the clear heel of this match, getting cheered and applauded for just how amazing her technical in-ring work is. She's fantastic, and I think she, w- I think even she was surprised that she was getting cheered. Because mm-hmm. like Sky Blue comes in, is like she's the happy-go-lucky kind of just like not jobber because she's still like she's she's been on AEW before. She just doesn't get the wins. Right. And Serena Deeb just gets applauded, and that's like that's that's huge. Like this is just fans appreciating this woman's in-ring work, as we all should. Yeah, for real, we all should. She's very good. And I like when the announcers are like, this woman has 20 years of experience or more, or however long she has. And they, that's, again, the thing that AEW is so nice. Like, they acknowledge the fact that she has been around and has just improved over the years, and she's just so good, and she deserves that recognition. And then we also had Sting and Darby Allen versus the Acclaimed, and of course this match starts before the match actually starts. Like, they start fighting before the match begins. Yeah, that's just the, and, that's the rules of AEW. Yes, that's just how AEW goes. You have to fight goes. before the match happens, especially tag matches. Of course, and, and then no both of you can be in there at the same time and all of that fun stuff, but Sting and Darby Allen get this win after Darby hits a uh, coffee and drop on Bowens and once again they get the win and then on Rampage we still have Andrade trying to buy Darby Allen. <laughs> yeah like Sting jumped off the stage That might also have still been on Dynamite. At, on Dynamite at 62 years old just it, yes, jumping Sting off stages onto tables. Good for just him. Relax guy. <laughs> but yeah the this Andrade thing it's still it's my favorite part of the whole week. It's so fantastic. He, he did buy Matt Hardy. Well he 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 and Matt Hardy had a business deal where Matt Hardy has sold 51% of the Hardy family organization to Andrade. Now it'll be the the AHFO, where Andrade has 51% control, <laughs> but Matt Hardy con- contains or controls all the board seats or has a majority of the boards. Just hilarious nonsense, because like nothing is really even happening other than Andrade buying friends. 
He literally still said, like... Yeah, I he's think trying he was... to buy the little boy <laughs> that... <laughs> friends with a stink. It's hilarious. It is my favorite part of the entire week. It's just the way he says sting, he says stink. And he just, he doesn't even know Darby Allen's name, apparently. No, He's just he the just little boy that hangs out with Sting. As if they aren't, like, three years apart in age. Yeah, we looked that They're four years up. apart. They're not far apart at all in age. Less than five years. And he's but, still calling him a little boy. But Andrade wouldn't get carded at a, at a liquor store. Darby yes. Allen walks into a liquor store. Yeah. If I'm working there, I'm checking his ID. 100%. He does look like a little young. But it's because of that whole turtle thing. Yeah, he looks like the Alec Turtles kid. Right. So that's a whole problem but in its own self. But like we said earlier, we had Mox versus Ethan Page. We also had Nick Jackson versus Trent Beretta. And I'll tell you what, I, it's very rare that I ever see like one young buck. Yeah, it is not a it's not a common occurrence. Right. And Orange Cassidy, of course, was ringside. The other young buck was ringside as well, but like it was just so weird that we only saw one in the ring. I don't know why it's seeing them as a singles match is weird to me but this match was long very long and then trent beretta gets the win yeah young bucks not great individually apparently yeah uh trent gets the win and yeah it's just another it felt like more like filler right because we have this elite and like best friends thing going on that i just it it's not interesting to me it just seems like we're just kind of waiting we're in like this holding pattern for for these guys to find something better for them to do. Mm-hmm. As much as like the best friends are entertaining, it just I just I don't know. I'd rather those two be separated soon. Uh, and then Jade Cargill is just she's just something else, man. She comes out and she has this match with Anna Jay. She's going to defend her TBS championship for the first time. And good for Anna Jay. She's been fantastic the last few weeks. She was awesome in that hardcore match. Uh, that hardcore tag team match with her and Ty Conti versus the Bunny and Penelope Ford. Yeah, she was good in this match, too. She was great in this match. But, man, Jade Cargill just... It looks like that title was just made to be a part of her outfit. It really does. And she, when she gets this win here, we were like, yes. Like, she needs to retain yeah. this title. She needs to have a long run. She's going to have a good run. It's She's 25-0 and she, 0 now. They put the graphic right, on the board. Right. That is crazy. But like you said, like, this title looks like it is just made for her. And, like, the funny and, thing is, like, she had Mercedes Martinez help mm-hmm. her get the win over Thunder Rosa. Yeah, and now there's that feud going on between and then, yeah, those we, two. We have this, like, sub-feud mm-hmm. of... Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez, who are just talking shit in interviews for, like, the last two weeks, basically. And, like, meanwhile, Jade Cargill is just going to keep on winning. Right. Thunder Rosa, I think, could be the one that eventually takes the title off of Jade. She's got to get past Mercedes first, obviously. Right. But we need to get that rolling soon, too. Because I feel like we've just been talking about it for a while. I don't know if, like, somebody's injured or somebody's sick or what's going on. But it feels like we've been going at this for, like, the last few weeks of, like... These guys are going to fight soon. We don't know when, but... Yeah, that's gonna... the thing. It's, like, open-ended. They have no idea when it's going to happen, but that's the that's the end goal. They just don't have the plan on how to get there. And then we also had Hook and... Who else did we... Who did he go Hook against? versus Serpentico. Right. Hook just maintains just an unbelievable hair regimen. Who knows what it is exactly? <laughs> but, I mean, it just holds, man. It it's just, just so good. He... It, it holds just as solid as his look where he just, like, he has no emotions, nothing. It doesn't move. Yeah, this man has, like, zero emotion on his face. None. But it's also, like, confidence. Oh, I don't, it's, it's uber confidence. Like, he just comes out with the, like, 
all right, as soon as that bell rings, I'm going to beat your ass and then I'm going to win and then I'm going to flip my hair and then I'm going to leave. And that's exactly what happens. He comes out, the match starts, and the second the bell rings, he's attacking. Yeah. And then he gets this win pretty quick. He taps him out like fairly quickly, gets up, his hair's up. He's like, all right, is it good? It's good, great. And he holds the choke, and then you have... Um... Like, first of all, like, Hook's energy is just high school star quarterback energy. Yes. Where, like, yes, that's exactly all of the girls are is. swooning, but, like, he doesn't even care because it's like he can have the pick of the litter. Right. And it's just, like, nothing gets to this kid. He's he's won the championship game already. He knows where he's going to college. He might go to the pros. But, like, it's just nothing. He doesn't even react to shit. And then QT Marshall comes out. He's mad because Hook held the choke a little too long. He talks his shit, and then Hook just throws him, steps over Oh, that was so Alan Iverson perfect. over Teron Loose style, and then that was it. It was so good. Yeah, and like, Taz is just, like, just announcing it, just proud dad, just like, yep, that's what happens. That's yeah. my kid. And, like, they're just, like, laughing at Taz, like, how can you be unbiased here? Like, he can't be unbiased, because his son is dominating, and he's been here for, like, two weeks. Like, well, actually, you know he hasn't been here for a long period of time. He was not a high school quarterback. He was a lacrosse player, which makes even more Honestly, sense. Honestly, that makes way more that sense. That kid's hair played lacrosse. You can yeah. tell it just as soon as he walks out, like, holy shit, this guy has carried a lacrosse stick for the last 20 years. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, that was that was AEW for the week. Solid week. We have a solid week lined up for next week, highlighted to me by the ladder match, because every ladder match is a good ladder match. Right. And, I mean, and it's going to be. Of course it It's will. going to be. The guys in Sammy's there are great. probably going to try to kill himself. Right. Cody's probably going to try to catch him. Can't wait to see if uh, Andrade can finally buy Darby Allen. From Stink. <laughs> It'll be a good time. And now let's get into Raw. We had Becky coming out and talking about the Royal Rumble. She's excited. We're excited. Everybody's excited. It is so, so soon. It is next Saturday. But Dewdrop comes out. Bianca comes out. Bianca officially enters the Royal Rumble. Then Liv Morgan comes out. She officially enters the Royal Rumble. And Dewdrop's like, shut up, grabs a ref, and was like, can we start this match? She's sure. like over it. She doesn't want to talk to Bianca and Liv. She wants to fight Bianca and Liv. And that's exactly what's happening. We have Becky Lynch and Dewdrop versus Bianca and Liv. I mean, these are... we. We've seen these four kind of going back and forth over the last few weeks, but I think this is the first time that we've seen them in this type of match. Yes, and and Becky played like the the chicken shit heel role, of, like she pushes them both, but then stands behind Dewdrop because like right. Dewdrop will do the fighting for her. And Dewdrop eventually does get this win by pinning Liv Morgan. It was a little sloppy at the end. It was like all so confusing because of course Becky's trying to like yeah, it was just weird. Becky's trying to get the win by cheating with her feet up on the ropes. That doesn't work. Then she goes to pin Liv clean and Dewdrop breaks it up. And we're sitting here like, that's your teammate. Why would you break that up? But then it was because Dewdrop wanted to get this win herself. Yes. But then it, it's just like it was sloppy. Yeah, it took too the, long. She, she went for, for the pin. She forgot well, she to like, tag in. Like yeah, It was she, very confusing. She drags Becky Lynch to the corner. Becky Lynch is dead. Just lifeless body. And then Dewdrop goes back over to pin, and then the referee won't count because Dewdrop's not the legal person in this match, which props to the ref right. for actually knowing the rules of tag team matches yes. and, like, not going with the bullshit. So then Dewdrop walks over to the corner, kind of gets out, like, and then Becky, like, lifts her limp hand up for Dewdrop to tag it, and then Dewdrop does tag it. And then props to Dewdrop, she doesn't just go for the pin because that would have made Liv look like shit if she was just laying there for, like, ten minutes, basically. 
and Dewdrop goes for, I don't know what they're calling her finish, that like, that splash onto the ground, whatever it is, I like it a lot, but she hits that, she got, she does get the pin, and then she gets the bonsai drop on Becky afterwards, yeah. <laughs> just leaves everybody just in a pile. Yeah, Dewdrop's here to dominate, and I'm I like here Dewdrop, for man. it. I like Dewdrop a lot, I hate her name, we've gone over it a million times. But she is just such a better version of what they thought Nia Jax could be. Right. And, like, this was the whole reason she is here. She yeah. was dominating over in NXT UK. If you follow anything with NXT UK, you knew who she was. Obviously not as Dewdrop, but you knew who she was. And, like, then she comes here. And we've been waiting for this moment of her to be able to just come out here and wreck this division. <laughs> and she's doing it. And I'm excited for it. I don't think she's going to win at the Rumble. No, no. But, I mean, I'm excited that she's getting that recognition yeah, and that spotlight. She gets spotlight. the top spot. She gets right. Becky versus Dewdrop at the Rumble. And I do wonder how we're going to go about the finish of this match. I think, obviously, Becky's going to try to cheat, probably succeed in doing so. Uh, but I hope that she actually cheats in a way that doesn't kill Dewdrop the way she did with Liv. Like, where she cheats and it's like she the cheating actually helps yeah like not that bad like she misses the bottom rope when the pin like just figure out a sloppy or not not a sloppy finish figure out a dusty finish for this match and actually execute it in a way that doesn't kill dewdrop down the road because i mean we're i know we're getting one more show between rumble and mania it's the saudi arabia show i keep forgetting about that i do not know the women's involvement in this show I know that the Elimination Chamber will be at this show, and typically that's where, I mean, we did have, um, I don't know if it was last year or a couple years ago, but it was Shayna Baszler didn't win the Rumble when we both thought she should have. Yes, she should have. instead they put her in the Elimination Chamber match. She completely ruined everyone and ended up getting a WrestleMania match. I just don't know where, like, I, I know we'll get a winner of the Women's Rumble, and that will decide one of these uh, championship matches, but the, the middle in between that is going to be interesting because I don't know the women, like the extent of the women's involvement in Saudi Arabia. I mean, unless they put it on the week before they go to Saudi Arabia. Remember like the first, I think it was the first year they started doing the Saudi shows. They had like the all women's pay-per-view. Yeah, they're not going to do that. I, I mean, I don't think they're going to do the women's pay-per-view again. They could put but a chamber on Raw or that's put what a I'm chamber on SmackDown. That they would put it on either Raw or SmackDown to get the women to have that even though they can't have it at yeah. the actual Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. So, I mean, that's always a possibility. But anyway, we also have Kevin Owens' show. And I like the Kevin Owens' show. It's always interesting. Kevin Owens scrape everything. He had a special guest of Seth freaking Rollins. and um, It's his best friend. It's his best friend. And I have two topics that I need to talk about because of this. I don't like... We call Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins. It started very, like, randomly, and it was fine. Organically. Right. And, like, but it wasn't all the time. It was, like, sporadic. And now it's all the time to the point where it's in his graphics at the beginning. Yeah, they've just, it's it's too much. It's too much. I don't like it now. Yeah. I don't like it now. Because though... it's, like, his, it's, like, they, it's. The way they have it in quotations on yes. the card make it look like we also call him freaking. Right, right. And it's not his nickname. Yeah, like, like his name is not freaking Rollins. Right. And like when even Kevin Owens was like, Seth freaking Rollins. And then he was like, against Kevin freaking Owens. Like, Very funny. That's how it should be where it's just in conversation. But it, it, it's not now. And I don't, I don't feel that. The other thing that really stuck out to me in this was the fact that Kevin Owens was announcing Seth Rollins as Seth freaking Rollins and 
his best friend. So, since when? Kevin Owens goes through best friends like women on Instagram go through best friends. It's interesting. It's like everyone is their best friend depending on the day or like yes. the event. And like Kevin Owens has been best friends with Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. with Chris Jericho. He has like real life best friends with uh, Finn Balor. And now he's best friends with Seth Rollins. Just, I, I get it. It's like, it's like on the, on the challenge. MTV yes. is the challenge where everybody is everybody's best friend. But like we know that's bullshit because we know you have friends at home. But, yeah, it's the same kind of, like, we don't need to really think that Seth and Kevin are best friends. But Kevin Owens does come to help Seth on SmackDown, which we'll get to in a little bit. So, yeah. like, there is a real, like, Kevin Owens is genuinely helping Seth and wanting to well, be helpful for Seth. There's a reason for that, because he even said that when, like, Kevin Owens officially announced himself in the Royal Rumble. And he said he wants Seth to win at the Royal Rumble against Roman Reigns. Because one, if Seth wins, then the Universal title is getting brought back to Raw. And they, they are, did establish that. Yes, they are kicking Very Brock and, well, whoever has that title off of Raw. So, like, they're swapping titles. That was such Seth a helpful wins. little, like, yes. like, nugget of information. Right. And then Kevin's saying how he wants Seth to win. Because then when Seth wins at the rumble in this championship match and kevin wins the rumble they will have a wrestlemania match and i know last week i said oh yeah i want biggie to win but you know what no 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 i'm this i'm one, on I'm this down. kevin yeah. owens train now the passion behind it all of it behind it he just re-signed like give it yeah, to kevin a, owens yeah. i think it would be a banger of a match especially for wrestlemania these men know what they're doing they are both headliners give it to them it's going to be a beautiful storyline and the fact that they are best friends right now another turn on turn best friend love it let's do it i mean i'll probably change my thing again next week but actually, you don't even have enough time to change it again. Right now, it's it's Kevin Owens, but we'll see who I pick the day of. Well, we've been talking about the last couple of weeks where, like, there are guys that you know aren't going to win the Rumble. Right. Like, no matter what Rumble you win, like, you're like, okay, this guy's here. He's going to get eliminated soon. And we've been talking about how they don't have a lot of guys that we genuinely think could win it. And it's usually, like, the last couple of weeks where it's like, okay, they really drop hints of, like, this guy could actually be the guy. Yeah. And they dropped that hint, like, it could be Kevin Owens, and it could be Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins as your WrestleMania, not main event, it's obviously not going to be a main event, but at least it'll be for a championship match. Right, and it's going to be just, I want it to be that way, but the, then... So, like, there's there's another part of this that, if we go back a few years, because we did mention Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Yeah. When they were best friends, they had the Festival of Friendship, one of the best segments in the history of Raw. <laughs> yeah. And they did have their WrestleMania match. And, like, if you go back and watch, I think it was, like, Kevin Owens 24 on the WWE Network that Kevin Owens goes backstage after this match. He's in Gorilla. He talks to Vince, and Vince did not like the match. And, it, like, it broke Kevin Owens' heart. Well, yeah, because that, like, when the boss man put, doesn't like what you're doing... That's the thing, like, they, they put so much into it. It wasn't for a title. They kind of... It wasn't a great match, but it wasn't bad at all. But, like, they just didn't put enough, like, behind it when right. it could have been, like, the main event of WrestleMania. And, like, this is Kevin's shot to kind of get a redo here. Like, we could do yeah, a full they let it get that far. Exactly. We could do the same exact thing. Kevin Owens is not to be trusted as your best friend. Right. Most guys understand that backstage. Seth is just, like, kind of playing it. 
Like he's not Seth isn't dumb either. Seth knows what's going on. No, this will work to his advantage because Kevin wants to be best friends with Seth, so Seth will take the help that he can get on SmackDown or anywhere. Is ignorant of the other guy's uh, history. So I think this would be a great redeeming moment for Kevin Owens if Vince thinks he has it. That like Kevin Owens could finally get the redemption of that match that didn't go as as well as it could have gone. We could r- literally run back the exact same feud, like Festival of Friendship and everything, in this kind of uh, Seth versus Kevin Owens idea. And even adding on top of that, Kevin Owens went against Damian Priest. Well, you, you're, you brought up something that made me think of Damian Priest, too, where you just said there are people that are in the Rumble who you don't want to win the Rumble. And Damian Priest was the first person to come to mind because well, he's, not gonna win. Yeah. he's not going to win this and he comes out just talking all shit during this during this back and back between kevin and and seth saying that no one on this planet thinks that seth is going to win against roman and, disagree um, sir yeah i'm sorry what disagree yes we do we said, all think what, he's going to win we think is... that he's going to win enough to where we're scared that match is happening before rumble yeah. and then roman's going to come in the rumble and win the rumble yeah it's nightmares i have at night like we literally think that's going to happen because history repeats itself well damian priest i don't know what damian priest is so he has like this like this nice little segment backstage with edge where it's like oh i'm, like, I'm a big fan and edge is like oh like stuff you know yeah. and so <laughs> stuff. <laughs> like damian priest he's like a heel during the match but he's also a face during the match it just depends on his mood basically but he gets his first clean loss as this new persona as damian priest to kevin owens yeah and, like, they don't really talk about it. Like, the announcers didn't really mention the fact that, like, this is the first time that, like, this Jekyll Hyde version of Damian Priest has been defeated. But, like, that's a big win for Kevin Owens. Right. And it was very interesting how the guy's he got did momentum. it because he pretended to be injured and yes. he was, like, preying on that, like, the nicer side of yeah. of Damian Priest because then Damian Priest comes to basically check on him. And like he, an idiot. Right. Like, if he was in that, the, like, demon side of Damian Priest, he wouldn't have. He would have just kept fighting him. But he was on this good side, and then Kevin Owens takes advantage. He gets the win here. And you're right. Like, this is an interesting loss. It is. It, it's, it should have been, like, I guess... I guess they don't really, like... They don't want to bury Damian Priest and, like, how he's been on, like, this amazing streak. But, like, it, it was... The fact that they gave this loss or this win to Kevin Owens, it's building that momentum. And, like, we don't know what's going to happen on Raw tomorrow uh, with, like, maybe they'll run it back. Maybe they'll do, like, a whole, like, Damian Priest redemption thing. But, like, right now, Kevin Owens has solid momentum leading up to the Rumble. Right, and I'm excited to see where that goes. Seth Rollins also in this promo when he was saying how they're just going to, when he brings the title back to Raw and they're just going to kick out the other title, including whoever has that, meaning Brock or Bobby, he says, like, I'm just going to go ruin Bobby tonight because Brock, or not Brock, Seth and Bobby have a match later in the night. And during this match, the Hurt Business come out, and they start attacking Bobby, which causes Bobby to win this match because of the disqualification. But then Bobby Lashley just, like, attacks and leaves the Hurt Business just laying on the ground, all while Seth Rollins is still in the ring looking over them. He's standing on the ropes, like, looking over them, and then when he gets off the ropes, turns around, the Usos are right behind him. They attack him on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I mean, so, like, I 
I liked the the Bobby and Seth match. It was fine, and it was a nice way to get out of like either one of them getting a clean win or clean loss yes. by just having the disqualification. Yes. But God damn, am I done with the hurt business? Like it's I know. just this, this, these jilted lovers that just won't go away. It doesn't and, make any sense. Like we're literally just using them as guys that Bobby can beat up. But like they did go away for a little bit. They did, and then like they randomly came back, but they and were they never like accepted back. And, and then, then this week they get their ass yes. beat again, and like and it's not a good look for them. They're they're already no. annoying. No, like they're just, they are just seg- like just so close to just being those guys that run around in the 24-7s like titles yes. again. And it's like they need to figure out something else to do with these guys yeah. or just, I mean, just, just cut them loose at this point. Like there's, right. they're not doing anything. They've been literally running back a gimmick that we've all forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Her business was great. But like this whole like oh let's get the band back together. It's like it's sad. And like yeah, it's at, at a certain working. point it, it can become a comedy segment. But, like, we, I'd rather keep Bobby out of any kind of comedy for the time being. Like, we want to take this guy seriously, and we want to think that he can beat Brock Lesnar. You know what's funny? There's a different thing that's happening on Raw that I don't know whether I'm sh- supposed to be laughing at or taking seriously. And it's sad that it's Vince McMahon. Because yeah. he's backstage, like, watching the match between Finn and Austin Theory sometime last month. And Austin Theory walks in because, you know, they're, like friends best friends yeah they're like best friends now uh austin says that even though he lost his match he did beat finn up afterwards and that's like a half of a win and then thanks him for the rematch that he will be having this night on raw and vince says that you better go out there and win and then after you win you better continue to attack finn and if you don't do that if you don't win then vince mcmahon is going to basically beat Austin Theory like in every way shape or form then take his phone take a selfie of Austin Theory's bloody face and send it to his mother weird I I don't like this no it's very weird (laughs) it's all very very weird but I mean Austin did exactly what Vince asked yeah he gets the win over Finn who is just you know middling right now yeah and there is no word on Finn Balor being in the Royal Rumble and I don't no, like that. I would assume he will be. He has to be because he'll of get those like spots. he'll get a nice pop. The, the crowd still likes him a lot, but it, I just think there was a report that came out that Vince is just over it with Finn. It's so and, crazy. Like, it kind of makes sense a little bit because Finn is on the older side. Yeah. And like they just they've never put him back into like he was the first ever Universal Champion. He got hurt. They don't really ever put him back into that like uh main event scene he goes down to nxt wins the nxt title and like that was awesome finn and then the, we brought him back up and he's just been yeah, he had that weird like god interfered I was in just gonna match say that like he lost because of god and now he's a jobber yeah and i think austin theory i think will be in the final four of the rumble interesting i think that we're gonna just if if history has shown us anything in the rumbles it's those last four guys are usually like You'll have, like, a vet who's been around here for a while that is, like, waiting for like, me that, that last... Yeah, it's going to be Randy Orton. Yeah, like... It, like, and, usually and is. If we're in St. Louis, Randy's hometown, would not be surprised if he's in the Final Four, too. But I think Austin Theory is a guy that he's young enough that this can be, like, his breakout moment. Yeah. Where, like, he's... Like, if you look at the Final Four, it's usually... It's supposed to be four guys that you think could genuinely win. And I don't really think that Austin Theory can win, but if you put him amongst those kind of guys... You have to give him a better look. It'll make him seem more like the main eventer that he could actually be. Yeah, and I mean, that Vince sees something in him, obviously. Yeah, and that's why I think, like, he'll get down to that final four, final three, maybe, and, like, he's not going to win it, but he'll be 
he'll get a, a solid showing. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be better. I'm intrigued to see what happens. If I'm assuming Finn will be in the Rumble, I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen. Austin Theory was announced in the Rumble, so this is a possibility. And then we also have, you know, announced for the Rumble, the Grit Couple versus the It Couple. And while Beth Phoenix and Edge are doing some backstage promo talking to a couple of people, Maurice gets, or Beth gets handed a note from Maurice asking her to meet her in the ring woman to woman and Edge is like no you got it but I'm coming with you like I do not trust them so Maurice comes out to confront Beth Beth eventually comes out Maurice says you know Miz isn't here she's here to clean up his mess and then asks Beth to come out Edge comes out with Beth because he's not stupid and then Beth gets asked to cancel the match I don't know why. Maurice wants to be friends with Beth. Beth doesn't care. Right. She's like, nobody wants this match. Like, let's do something else here. Let's be friends. Let's have play dates. All of that fun stuff. And then Beth's like, absolutely not. Like, I am not canceling this match. This is the first match that I will ever have, that I've ever had with my husband. I'm not canceling this. And I can't wait to glam slam you through the ring. And I can't wait either, though I want her to do it to The Miz. Yeah, The Miz comes out, he attacks Edge, Beth gets distracted, and then Maurice just hits Beth in the back of the head with her purse. And, like, Beth goes down like a sack of bricks, which is also what happened to be in Maurice's uh, bag. Right. She had a brick in her handbag. Apparently, like, just broke her nails because she wouldn't stop talking about it. That was ramp. actually really funny, too. <laughs> she, like, they, they just pull a brick out of there, and Maurice gets the upper hand on Beth here. It's very intriguing because we keep saying how we thought that there was going to be somebody else in place of Maurice, and now it... it, it I don't, not, not anymore. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen that way. I think it's going to be what you were originally saying, where you said that you just don't think Maurice is going to tap in at all, or like tag in at all. And I think that's a possibility. But they're going to—it's going to be dirty. This yeah, fight. Well, it it has to. It be, has to it, be. Like, Maurice is not the best technical wrestler. She hasn't had like an actual match in God knows how long. Right. I think it was like that John Cena and Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice thing that they did a few years ago. Yeah. When John Cena proposed. Sad. <laughs> to look back sorry nikki uh good luck in the rumble but we had yeah that was that was a solid segment honestly because it it made me i mean i wanted to see it anyway but now beth's pissed off right like you you have now pissed off a girl that was already excited to beat your ass but now you've given her even more reason to do so that'll be great we also had street poverty and mysterios versus dirty dogs and aziz and apollo I, I couldn't care if I tried, other than Montez Ford be having such an incredible no, frog splash. Man can fly. For real. He can I've fly. I've never seen anyone higher. Matt Riddle would be jealous at how high <laughs> Montez Ford gets with every one of these frog the splashes. The only thing worth noting here, other than his frog splash is that at the end of this when the street profits and the mysterios were all like cheering and having a good time because they won the mysterios throw the street profits over the ring or over the top rope and everybody's still laughing they're having a good time they're like oh man i can't believe you did that like yeah, right before the rumble me. and then ray throws dominic over and everybody's yeah. still laughing and having a good time but We've said this before that we think this is where Dominic is going to turn. And our prediction now is Dominic is going to eliminate his father at the Royal Rumble. Well, here's the thing. if Even if that happens, Ray's going to be like the proud dad. Like, oh, you got me. See, like, I, I'm yeah, so proud Yeah, you of got you. me. Now take it to the end. 
And he's not gonna. No, he's not gonna be in the Final Four. No, but yeah, it was a fun little whatever segment. Uh, Alpha Academy graduation ceremony I thought was hilarious. It was all right. The crowd starts booing. Chad's like, don't boo education. That's disgusting. That was honestly hilarious. love Chad Gable. Give him all the TV time we possibly can. Um, And then Otis, so Randy and Riddle, this was announced, I guess, for next week, have challenged Otis and Chad Gable, or uh, it might have been vice versa, I forget at this point, but there's going to be like an academic challenge. I thought he was going to say academic decathlon, like Billy Madison style. Yeah. But there's going to be an academic challenge because like they're going to, Otis and Chad Gable are going to prove how intelligent they are against right. Riddle and Randy. It sounds like it's going to be either awful or hilarious, and there will be no in-between. Uh, I'm I'm semi-excited just because it could be a genuine train wreck, or it could be just comedy gold. I think it's going to be a train wreck that is comedy gold. Like You have really funny guys in this yes. segment. Like, Chad is very funny. Otis is very funny. Riddle is very funny. Right. Randy is a great, like, straight man, where, like, he'll just, like, try not to laugh, but he, he does break a lot. He breaks a lot, especially around Riddle. Like, Riddle definitely gets him, and it's going to be that way. It's going to be fun. They accepted the challenge. We'll see where that goes. And then, yeah, Nikki beats up Rhea, so Nikki is full-blown heel at this point he finally had her turn which is great because that frees Rhea up to possibly win the royal rumble she's going to be a great um option to Mm -hmm. win the women's side and alexa Alexa bliss is still coming back yep still nothing with her should have just been a surprise entrance yeah they might as well just they might as well have just run back the same exact video from last week right it was absolutely nothing and this yeah. could have. This is it's dumb. A waste. This is such a waste. We should have just not even had this journey to Raw or return no. to Raw or whatever it's called. It's just bad. It should have just been at Rumble. Her number goes. Music hits. Everybody freaks the fuck out. Yeah. That's not what's going to happen now. Everybody's already annoyed that she's coming back this way, and it's it's a shame because Charlotte is in the Rumble, so this could be where she gets her revenge, and it could be. it could have been so much better had it just been a surprise. She's not announced in the Rumble, no, but we have spots open, yeah. so I'm assuming she'll still be in it. So, like, they really did just ruin that surprise aspect of I think, it. I think you make a good point, though. I think there will be a standoff yeah. between Charlotte and Alexa, and that's kind of the only reason why you'd even put Charlotte in this match. Yes. Just to have this little standoff, Alexa gets Charlotte out of there, maybe Alexa gets to the final four, she's not going to win, Mm-mm. but it could give you somebody to face Charlotte at WrestleMania. That would be a nice... Charlotte versus Alexa I mean, at WrestleMania. But the, the way things are going with Alexa right now, I don't want to see that. But I do think that we could build something. I just, Charlotte does not work well with others. Yeah, we've learned this about Charlotte. Yeah, there's just something weird going on there. But I mean, maybe it can work. We've seen them wrestle like just like a handful of times and the, the matches were okay. But, like both are very athletic that you'd think that they would work better with each other. Yeah. Just because like Charlotte's a great base and Alexa usually works really well with those. But I, I don't know. I, I think that would just be a nice little segment to have inside the Rumble, and then we just both move on. Right. They have to move on. They're on two different shows. Yeah. So they do have to move on. Speaking of the other show. Right. We have Roman Reigns and the Usos opening the show. Seth Rollins is here, and he says, if I get a partner, I'm going to face the Usos tonight. And then if he and his partner win, the Usos are banned from ringside at the match uh, at Roman against Roman at the Rumble. Roman Reigns is very hesitant about responding to this, but the Usos apparently have mics in their hands and they accept this match. And then out comes Seth Rollins' partner. We already spoiled it. 
Kevin Owens. And it's honestly hilarious because this makes sense because, you know, they're best friends now and whatever. But the Usos just like immediately have regret on their face when Kevin Owens music hits. Like the Usos were just like, oh shit, why'd we accept this before we found out who his partner was? Yeah, just bad choice. But right. like, it made sense because, I mean, there was nobody on SmackDown that was going to team with Seth. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said earlier that like Kevin Owens actually coming out to help Seth when Seth needed help mm-hmm. and didn't like cost Seth the match. Like they end up like it, Kevin works hard right. in this match for Seth to get Seth what he needs. And yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a really solid tag match. Roman was a little bit pissed right. that the Roman, Usos accepted this. Roman does put another stipulation on it, too. He says that if Seth loses, then Seth will lose his match at Rumble against Roman, and Roman will take a vacation instead. And it, he says at one point, too, it's only official when I say it's official. And real rock vibes coming yeah, off this man. We felt it. Like, while he's saying, like, the charisma level of Roman Reigns is, like, really creeping to off-the-charts levels. Yes. And it's really feeling very rockish. It's interesting. Like, I think that he's just, like, once a week calls his cousin and he's like, hey, <laughs> what, do I uh, what do I do? Like, Thursdays, they have a little practice run before their Friday night SmackDown. Like, it, you know... SmackDown is the rock show, and right yeah. now it's Roman Reigns' show. And for Roman to just give us that energy and that vibe, like, good for him. Because yeah, I real don't care about Roman Reigns. And recently, that has been different. Like, I've been like, all right, damn, this guy's got it. And then there was another little piece of this interaction that was interesting. And it shouldn't be. But it was. Where Seth was talking about, like, how, you know, um, like the old Shield days. Yes, and he brings up how him and Mox used to just, you know, do their thing. And he, he said Mox. He said Mox. Which, in the WWE Universe, there is no Mox. Right. There is no John Moxley Mm-mm. in the WWE Universe. He should have said Ambrose. You'd think he would have said Ambrose, but he did not. He said Mox. He brings up Mox, which is nice. It doesn't mean anything. And I'll tell you what. Wrestling fans all over the world went crazy about that. Yeah, just just a minor thing. Like, they were like, oh my god, he got away with saying Mox. oh my god, wrestling exists outside of... Yes, and like, it's also a little bit of a tribute to Mox in the sense of like, this was his first week coming back. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice that his friends outside of the company acknowledged the fact that he did big things, he's back to do more big things, and it was just like a nice little thing. And again, he's my favorite wrestler, so I love when he gets brought up. And... In this match later, when it's happening, you already said it, Kevin Owens is putting in work, Seth Rollins is putting in work, and Seth delivers a stomp to one of the Usos. I don't remember which one, even though they have different hair now. Very helpful. Helpful. Once I figure out which one has what hair, I might be able to tell them apart. Oh, Jay has short hair. Oh, thank you. And then Jimmy has the red hair. Perfect. He delivers a stomp to one of them. Don't know. And then Roman Reigns comes out of nowhere and Superman punches him, which causes a DQ. Stupid. Very dumb, because this DQ means that Seth and Kevin Owens just got that win. So that... And then we just go, like, we just go off the air. Right. Like, it was just, that was it. But that means that the Usos are barred from ringside because of Roman Reigns. Yeah. It was, like, it was a weird move that was not explained at all. Like, why right. Roman would choose to do that doesn't make any sense because yeah that means that seth and kevin win that means that the usos will be barred from ringside at the rumble which is great maybe roman doesn't want the usos at ringside maybe he thinks he can do it by himself well especially if seth especially is telling the, him all the shit that seth's been yes, talking yes seth is in his head yes good 
let Seth get in your head. He's a little freaking weasel. Yeah. Let him weasel Seth his way. Weasel. <laughs> Seth freaking weasel. Get him back in that spot. Like, give him that title. I want that. I'm here for that. Really. I mean, it, it's it's at that point now. Yeah, and we're at the point where Sami Zayn continues to try to prove he is a bigger jackass than Johnny Knoxville comes out, and he's going to cattle prod himself. So With crazy. some of the worst and just shitty sound effects. Oh, yeah. That are so obviously coming from, like, just, the like, the speakers. <laughs> and, like, Sammy's pretending like he's getting cattle prodded. Knox, and, like, the crowd is just booing because it's just this is all just very shitty. Knoxville comes out, music hits, and he gets a pop. Yo, and I'll tell you what. I love that he has his own entrance song. They play the Jackass so theme song, and it's just so perfect. Like, he doesn't have to have a generic random, like, oh, here's, like, Drew Carey. No, it's like, now we have Jackass music playing. Knoxville is coming out. Knoxville says, like, something doesn't seem right here. Looks at the prod and goes, oh, somebody forgot to turn it on. And then hits Sammy with it. And then the most delayed sound effects yes. <laughs> afterwards. And, like, yeah, it was just, it was what it was. Sammy Zayn and Johnny Knoxville will have, like, their little face-off in the Rumble. I, it's going to be so great to have that little beef happening in the Rumble. And uh, we continue the beef of Naomi and Sonya Deville. Ugh. Naomi and Charlotte face each other again. If Naomi wins, she gets a title shot. But then Sonya comes out. She's going to be the special referee. Charlotte wins because, obviously, and then Adam Pierce later on. Tell Sony Deville, because he's speaking with Eric Bischoff, who is just here for some reason. There, Nobody has told us why. Like three or four random people were here. Like older people were just like here. Because like Jeff Jarrett was here yeah, too. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett was here for some reason. He's been like doing like he's he's doing GCW shit, which was even weirder to me. But like Jeff Jarrett was here and Eric Bischoff is here. And then they had uh, Summer Rae was in the audience. Yes, she was. They announced her as a legend and people got so pissed on Twitter right. that they would call her a legend. And props to her because she has just been eating those people alive on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Just like, why are you mad about something that they said? Like, she didn't do. She didn't say it. She didn't say she was a legend. Now she should. She should just also, lean into it and call Alicia herself Fox legend. Also, if Alicia Fox is considered a legend, why is Summer Rae not? Legend doesn't mean anything. No, it WWE. just means like you means used, you used to, to be work a wrestler. Here. <laughs> yeah, you used to be a wrestler and then you're not anymore for an extended period of time. Yeah, congratulations, you're a you're legend, legend now. now. Yeah, like that's all that Kelly means. Kelly is a legend. Right. Like everyone that used to work here is a legend. Right. I don't know. It's so silly, but she was there. So that she was yeah. there. We saw her during a Natty and Aaliyah's rematch which was just garbage and Aaliyah I, I like Aaliyah I want to like Aaliyah there's something missing but but we'll you know who wasn't later. missing from that Zia Lee yes we did get Zia Lee finally back to return she's going to save all of the innocent people from the mean people or something uh, she looks great her entrance is really dope she is not announced for the rumble but I assume she would be in it yeah I feel It'd like be a she real missed be. opportunity if she wasn't yeah. Uh, but yeah Adam Pierce announced that Sony Deville will face Naomi next week uh, because he's just he's thinks that he thinks that now all of a sudden Sony Deville's behavior has been yeah and like, he well, we just figured this out that's because like when she became this ref she ends up calling for the bell before yeah I'm not Naomi sure screw job. even yeah. like tapped out it was it was awful so he just says I'll be speaking with the higher ups and recommending a one on one match between Sonya and Naomi next week and Sonya's like okay cool let me know what they say like three months too late yes like who cares it's not going to happen it, I mean if it does happen it's going to be some garbage like Sonya's going to walk away Sonya's going to be in the rumble I I really I'm I mean I said it last week yeah but she'll I'm, come out and eliminate Naomi I think she's going to come out and eliminate yeah. Naomi or we said it last week the other way around Naomi's going to eliminate Sonya. Speaking of the Rumble, that is what 
we have coming up on Saturday, and we have 21 women announced. Yes. We have 15 men announced. We have a WrestleMania-esque card that will be going down in St. Louis with Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley for the first time ever, Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop, the Grit Couple versus the It Couple, Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, and if Seth wins, he is taking the Universal title to Raw. We know that. Um, and, I mean, it's it's just the best show of the year. We're going to kick off pointing season, which yes. we can all be excited about. Who will point at the sign? When will they point at the sign? How many times will they point at the sign? And, I mean, so right now, as it sits, who are your, like, who are the people that you're looking at as possible winners on the men's side? Kevin Owens. Um... Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is the only th- only person you think that can win the Rumble right now. Yes, out of all these guys that are here, like I'm I'm looking at this list thinking about who's going to eliminate who too. Like Kevin Knoxville and Sami Zayn are going to get each other out. Um, I the Mysterios are going to again knock each other out. Like I think that the Mysterios are going to take out the Street Profits and then turn on each other. So like obviously they're all not here. I don't think even though Austin Theory will probably be in the top five, top four, I don't think that he's going to win it. I don't care enough about Sheamus to even put him in the top four. Yeah. AJ Styles is always a sneaky. AJ- AJ Styles is a creeper, man. He is a he is a sneaky one. I yeah. don't want him to win, we so I'm not going to about put him, him on my sleep. list. But he'll probably be like number three for me. Like I would want Kevin Owens, Big E, and then probably AJ Styles out of the 15 that are announced. We still have 15 more spots to fill, so this could very easily change for me. I mean, it can't change day of. I will make my prediction before we show up at Rumble. But yeah, we'll put that on Instagram or something, or right, you know, we'll, post we'll, that. We'll figure something out with that. But we um, since we'll be there. We won't be able to do our normal, like, paper. So I don't have, like, all day to figure out who I think is going to win. So right now, as it stands, Kevin Owens. And, and yeah, and I think that's a, a solid pick because of what we've seen the last couple of weeks. Again, we still have the go-home shows yes. to prop up whatever other uh, potential winners we could have. I think that they're going to make a big deal out of Omas. He'll probably get, like, the diesel spot, get a, like, get five or six eliminations in I'm a row. I'm so scared that it's going to be Omos starts taking people out and then they need a hard hitter to come out to take out Omos and it is going to end up being like Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, yeah. or Roman Reigns, like one of those guys pending on which match comes before the Rumble. Well, it's interesting because, I mean, Drew McIntyre's been out. I don't think he'll be in there. I think he's just working really hard to get back for Mania. I don't. I think it'd be earlier to get him back uh, for the Rumble, but I do like AJ Styles in this. I do like Big E's chances as yeah. well. I do think Kevin Owens is a solid pick, and like Austin Theory might be like my top four. Randy, it being in St. Louis, he's won twice. I don't think he'll win because he's still doing this riddle stuff. Right. But I think he'll have another solid showing. I think he's like a Final Four kind of guy. Um, and I don't. I'm I'm curious. There's still a lot of spots open, but like, how many NXT guys will there be? How many legends right. are we going to bring out? Like, is Jeff Jarrett going to be in the Rumble? Because like, he showed up. I think, and I'll The Forbidden put this Door, out. like, rumors going around. I don't know if we've already said this on here, but I think Corey Graves is going to be in the Rumble. Good point. Yeah, we have not talked about this, but Corey Graves, allegedly, rumor has it, has been cleared to compete 
And when he won the 24-7 championship a couple of weeks ago, and I went apeshit because yeah. I thought it was hilarious and it was fantastic before Byron had to go and fuck it all up, I thought then that Corey Graves in the Rumble would be great because you don't have to do a lot of wrestling in the Rumble no, match. Do shit. It's saving yourself, yeah. throw somebody over. Like, that's really all and it I is, do and like, he could do that. It's happened before where guys that are at the announce table... Beth Phoenix, she did that. She was at the announce uh, one of the first or second rumbles. She was at the announce table, and then she got up and she was like, hey, 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 "Bye," like, and got in the rumble because they've done it with like Jerry Lawler yes. and like Cole and Booker T. Like plenty of guys have done this. Booker done T it. definitely has done that. Uh, like I think Corey Graves is at the table. You hit the music. I don't really remember what his music Didn't sounds Pat like. Didn't Pat McAfee been a long time. do that too? No, but Pat McAfee would be a great. Well, okay, I was gonna say either we talked about match. putting Pat McAfee in the match, or he had already done it. But like, those are my two things. We have 15 more spots, and instead and of yeah, bringing back a bunch of legends, we don't have, bring in the announcers. It's not hilarious. Boogs, who I think yes. would be a great strongman spot. Yep. We have not announced Shinsuke. Put Shinsuke, Boogs, and Pat McAfee together in that ring. Oh, let them just great. jam out. Yes. Like, let them have just like. Clear the rings, have those three in there, and have them jam out for a little bit. I think it would be great. And then have Omos come out and clear everybody out or whatever. Right. It would be a good time. I th I think that Corey Graves is going to be in it. I'm putting that out in the universe because I want it to happen. And on the women's side, we have way more people announced. Yes. Um, we do not have Bailey announced. We do not have Asuka announced. We do not have... Uh, we discussed, like, Lacey Evans and Sonya Deville, Stephanie McMahon as a fun one. Yo, I swear to God, if Stephanie McMahon's not in it, I'm going to just write a strongly worded letter. Uh, but we did get Bianca Belair and Liv Morgan announced for it. Mickey James has been doing interviews saying that she fully intends to bring her Impact title with her Good down the ramp. Good for her. I hope she does. I hope she does. I hope they tell her not to do it. And, and she, she does, does it anyway. Because anyway, yes. who cares? Good and, for her. I hope she does. And... I mean, I, I will think, pop for that. I if she comes she, out with that title, I think there's a solid chance that she ends up in the final four here. Interesting. And I'm telling you, man, they have to make up that, for it. Exactly. Only because I think Vince genuinely feels bad about how shit ended yep. with her, uh, and I think that, I mean, Impact is not a competitor to them. No, so they don't care that like they might be propping up like somebody else's champion. Mm -hmm. I don't think they give a shit. But there are so many. There are nine spots still available. I do think you still get. Mandy Rose here. I think you get Raquel Gonzalez here. I think, I mean, I, I think it'd be a huge mistake not to put Io Shirai in there. Or Zia Lee. Zia Lee should be in there. I think Cora Jade is another person that they would love to get. That's a lot some of experience. NXT women. That's we only thing. have nine spots left. So, you but we don't have a figure, lot of women on the roster. Exactly. So. so you figure maybe four or five NXT people, mm -hmm. and then I mean, there's not a lot of spots for legends. But Bailey has been active on Twitter. And that's either yes. a good sign or a bad sign or just she knows she's, she's not troll. back in time. She is she's a troll. A troll yes. So that makes me nervous. It does. She's my pick to win, though. So yeah, it sucks she better like, win. Sasha has been out. We don't know. Yeah, the Sasha, I don't Sasha's think Sasha's injury, coming back for it. But we have a depleted women's roster. Yeah. And this rumble does not have the hardest hitters in it. Yeah. That's why I think that there's a great chance Bianca Belair just doubles it up. I just don't want that. I don't want it either. I think that Rhea Ripley has a great opportunity here to do what I said last week where she wins the Rumble and then she challenges Charlotte to, to get revenge yes. on Charlotte taking her NXT title away from her when Charlotte won the Rumble 
what, a couple years ago? Yeah, a couple years ago. Two or, eh, not last year. And I think the fans will get behind it. it I think two years ago, I, I think, think the fans are into, they like Rhea. They have not liked the Nikki Ash Rhea. Yes, but that's like, done stuff. now. So, like, exactly. give us Rhea back. Give us that nightmare back. I think this could not have been timed more perfectly to get Rhea pushed to the top. Yeah, let's do it. Push her to the moon. I am very excited to see how the Rumble goes. We've talked about it for the last few weeks leading up. It is our favorite time of the year. We're on the pathway to point season, yes, baby. Yes, it's so exciting. Obviously, WrestleMania is just WrestleMania. There's yes. nothing to say about WrestleMania. It's on its whole level. But to us, Royal Rumble is so, so close to that. And we are just continuing to watch old Rumbles, getting excited for our trip to this Rumble, and keeping eye on our instagram and social media to see what rumble we're watching and to give us ideas of other rumbles to watch and to see who we pick for this rumble we'll put our picks up this uh this coming week at some point so follow us at he book she book and don't forget to subscribe and review and listen anywhere you get your podcast thanks for listening guys